Welcome back to the Christian Soldier Podcast. I'm your host, Robert Spurbeck. Thank you for joining me this fine Monday morning. And uh, hopefully you're preparing for a great week. I know that uh, the Lord is good. And the purpose of this podcast, preparing us for the fight of faith. And in that fight, we encounter things that maybe we don't know quite what to make of it, maybe. And uh, one of those things is... Uh, maybe that we encounter, maybe not as much as we used to, but something that we do encounter is that of secret societies. So over the next couple of weeks, we're going to be looking at that, especially the Freemasons. Uh, this is actually a uh, suggestion uh, from a listener uh, to deal with maybe some of those things, uh, to look a little bit. I'm not going to do a deep dive into secret societies. Most secret societies uh, are based off of Freemasonry. Uh, and uh, actually didn't know as much about it uh, and did some research on it, and there there's some good books on there. John Rice has a great book on it, and uh, just to really, really teach us about what this is, and mostly the dealing we're doing with this question, is it okay, is it right for Christians to be associated with these secret societies? Is it the right, uh, is it a right thing for Christians to be involved in? Uh, is it sin to be involved in these? And, uh, you know, we see a lot of it today. Uh, what maybe the one of the most recognized today, besides Freemasons, are Shriners, which are, um, which is part of Freemasonry, actually. And some people don't know that. Uh, we're going to get into some of that later on, but we're going to do a bit of an introduction today. Uh, and uh, the way we need to start off today is in 2 Corinthians chapter 6, verses 14 through 18. Remember, it doesn't matter what my opinion is, it matters what God's opinion is. And how are we to deal with this area of uh, getting into agreements, uh, but, uh, we, we say uh, to yoke together with somebody, and that's what you're doing in a secret society um, uh, if you're Freemason. And by the way, free, uh, Freemasons and Shriners are for men, uh, and uh, the, we'll just leave it there. Uh, far as you know, the different types of secret societies, there's you know tons and tons of them. Uh, Freemasons being some of the most prolific, you know, most U.S. presidents are Masons, you know, and and I'm not going to go down the path of the Illuminati and all the conspiracy theories and all those type of things. That's not what this podcast is about. Uh, but more, is it right or wrong for a Christian to be involved in these things? And does the do the priorities of a lodge or a secret society interfere with your Christian duty to God? And that's what we're going to be dealing with. Second Corinthians chapter six, verse fourteen says, "Be ye not unequally yoked together." With unbelievers. For what fellowship hath righteousness with unrighteousness, and what communion hath light with darkness, and what concord hath Christ with Belial, or what part hath he that believeth with an infidel, and what agreement hath the temple of God with idols? For ye are the temple of the living God, as God has said, I will dwell in them and walk in them, and I will be their God, and they shall be my people. Wherefore come out from among them, and be ye separate, saith the Lord. And touch not the unclean thing, and I will receive you, and will be a father unto you, and ye shall be my sons and daughters, saith the Lord Almighty. So we start off there because this is really an area of separation. 
Uh, we know that we're not supposed to be in friendship with the world. We're not to be in uh, uh, in agreements with the world. I mean, that includes business agreements. I, you know, you shouldn't have business partners that are not saved. Uh, we look at these different things. We shouldn't be involved in sinful activities. And when it comes to this, and Freemasonry was much more popular maybe 50, 60 years ago among Christians, especially among pastors, uh, that would view it as a way of, they didn't see, because uh, Freemasons especially present themselves as a Christian organization, as a, a philanthropic, you know, philanthropist uh, organization. They help people out, Shriners especially, you know, Shriners hospitals and those things. And we like, wow, what a great organization. They do wonderful things. By the way, they do wonderful things for people, okay? And I'm not saying the people that are members of them are uh, evil people, okay, that they are uh, you know, having some conspiracy to take over the world. I'm not not saying that. Genuine people, uh, many, some are Christians, not all, uh, because these secret societies, especially Freemasonry, uh, they believe in a supreme being. It's very compatible with whether you're Hindu, or whether you're a Jew, whether you're a Muslim, whether you're a Christian. They call themselves a Christian organization. By no stretch of the imagination are they Christian. Uh, so that is really a false idea there. Maybe fitting into the, you know, maybe Anglican or Catholic, you know, view of God in Christendom. Yeah, maybe, but not in the biblical sense at all. Uh, but is it right for a Christian to bind themselves, and that's what you're doing, joining a secret society and membership there? You are yoking together with other people who are unbelievers. Uh, that there are people there that may not be saved, that may be against God, that may be Muslim, may be Jews, may be whatever, but they are not believers in the Christ, and uh, or maybe even Christ deniers. So is it right for a Christian to be in brotherhood, especially with masonry, you're in the brotherhood of the Masons, is it right to be involved in that? Is it a sin? Well, according to this, in Second Corinthians, what we just read, that is a command to not be unequally yoked, because the church at Corinth had trouble with this, that they had trouble uh, getting involved with people and with things they should be separate from and not involved with. And it says here, what fellowship hath light with darkness? Are the things in Freemasonry, are they the things of God or are they the things of darkness in this world? Uh, and as we go through this, we'll get more into that, but we can just say at the beginning, they're the things of darkness in the world, many pagan practices that go on there. Uh, but also the idea of secret societies in general, that what happens there stays there. You keep a secret. Uh, you don't. Whatever goes on there is uh, a secret there. Now I know in, in, the, in uh, the last maybe 100 years, the secrets of Freemasonry have been kind of let out. There have been people that have come together, and uh, they have published the oaths that were supposedly secret. And uh, up until that point, secret uh, oaths and the going each degree of a Mason. By the way, if you're not familiar with Freemasonry, that you start off as an apprentice, and you know Masonry being brick building, and so they have different degrees of Masonry, and you must pay your dues and pay money and study and to do have certain milestones to get to the next degree of mason and each degree has an oath that goes with it and so very interestingly enough uh and all of them have the um the the promise that you're going to keep a secret so this is very interesting uh when you first join a freemason uh lodge and it should be still this way today uh that you take the oath of uh, apprentice, it's called an entered apprentice, and 
this is just part of it. You know, of course, you know, that, you know, by Almighty God, you promise and that you'll never write down the oath and that the secrets that are going on inside the lodge, you'll never write those down or reveal them. You never tell anybody about these things, which is something we're going to deal with separately. But this is interesting. And the penalty for revealing the secrets of the lodge, binding myself, this is a direct quote, binding myself under no less a penalty than that of having my throat cut across. My tongue torn out by its roots and buried in the rough sands of the sea at low water mark, where the tide ebbs and flows twice in 24 hours. Should I ever knowingly or willingly violate this, my solemn oath and obligation as an entered apprentice, Mason, so help me God and keep me steadfast in the due performance of the same. That's the very end of the thing. Well, that's just very violent. <laughs> and we And people like will maybe hear this and like, Okay, I understand what you're saying. No one's ever really going to do that. But is it right to threaten physical harm? And also, if you break this uh, oath that you're going to have the the scorn and the hatred of fellow Masons, that you have been a traitor uh, to the Brotherhood of Masons. And that is that something biblically that we ought to be involved with? Absolutely not. And that's a very ungodly thing that we are okay with that, that if I ever do that, this should happen to me if I should ever betray the brotherhood, and I'm okay with someone else having that happen to them, uh, I understand the seriousness of that maybe isn't taken today, but in the past, there have been Masons that have betrayed the brotherhood, and they've ended up dead. Uh, That's very well documented. Captain Morgan, back in the 1800s, he revealed, one of the first people to reveal the oaths of the Masons, and he revealed it in one of his books. And uh, they took him and they drowned him. And it was investigated by the state legislature there. And it was found that uh, there was confessions of several doctors later on of three people that were involved that they, in the lodge, because he revealed the secrets of the lodge, they drowned him and killed him because he revealed the secrets of the lodge. And then that was a big to-do in America at that time uh, and actually did great damage to Freemasonry. Now, after that, Freemasonry grew up again in the United States. By the way, it's international, not just the U.S., it's in Europe, especially where it started. Uh, and you look at a lot of people in history and our, of our presence, they were Freemasons. What does that mean? Uh, and we're going to get into that a little bit as well. But should a Christian be involved in these things? Uh, at the beginning, we're going to say, no, we shouldn't. And we're going to investigate why as we go along through this. But just the idea of having to be in close fellowship and having to be in the brotherhood of a secret society or sisterhood, whichever the case may be, uh, with unbelieving people that may violate your Christian conscience is a sin before God who has commanded us to be separate from the world. That's the first premise we're going to go off of. But then uh, also these oaths, we're going to look into that a little bit more as we go through this over the next couple of weeks. But I want to thank you for tuning in today. If you have another topic suggestion, don't be afraid to reach out to us, info at tbckaleen.org. We love getting messages and comments. And if you have another topic suggestion after we go through this, we'd love to hear about that. And I wanted to thank those that suggested this. And we look forward to going through this over the next couple of weeks. Well, thank you for tuning in. Don't forget to follow us on uh, rss.com, sermonaudio.com. Subscribe so you won't miss an episode. comes out every Monday morning, every week. And uh, we look forward to having you tune in with us again. And I'll see you next time.